Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our February forecast talking about the main transits in February, what that may mean for the world at large, and what that may mean for us on an individual level. So before we get started, I always like to remind you all that I study the Vedic sidereal system of astrology. So if you're coming from a Western tropical background, which is the more popular (laughs) system of astrology, if you're in um, a Western country, then what I'm going to be saying is not going to sound correct. So if you are interested in the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, I do have a podcast on that. And if you would like to calculate your Vedic birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to calculate your birth chart. So I do live in Austin, and if you're in America, you know that last year we had that quote-unquote winter vortex. There are a lot of really funny names um, (laughs) for that winter storm that happened, but we had this like sudden winter storm, and it was like, you know, we hadn't experienced anything like this in years and years and years, and Texas just, especially Austin, does not have the infrastructure for it, and it was really intense, really, really severe. Okay. Um, and it's like, we have to make light of it, you know, because like, what else are we going to do? But it wasn't funny at the time. I mean, it was really, really difficult. I mean, I had one of my good friends, he was uh, alternating between hanging out in his house and then hanging out in his vehicle so he could feel warm because his house lost all of its power. So like people were freezing, people lost water, people didn't have access to food. I mean, it was, it was a big deal. Um, and so right now, as I'm recording this, it's not as intense as last year, thank goodness, but we are having like another little weather, um, I don't know, a mini ice storm so there's snow outside it's a little icy it's snowing or hailing right now um and so I am feeling so grateful to be in my condo where it's warm free from snow (laughs) free from ice water is still running again just feeling super grateful and I like the the change you know it's kind of nice being in Austin it's usually super super hot and humid and it's kind of nice to feel like a crisp winter day especially if it's not overly threatening so that's how I'm doing right now I hope that wherever you are you are feeling cozy and warm and safe and have everything that you need maybe taking some downtime for yourself maybe you're listening to this while you're driving the car or washing dishes or whatever but wherever you are I hope that you make a little time for yourself to slow down study you know listen to a podcast read a book whatever it is that you find joy in I hope that you can slow down and make some time for it because again I'm, I'm kind of being forced to do that with the weather and I really appreciate it. So hopefully you can offer that to yourself without it (laughs) necessarily being forced. So okay, let's go ahead and talk about February. I think that what we've been seeing has been really, really interesting. If you've been listening to Astrology Now, I was talking about how this Mars and Venus conjunction in Sagittarius was going to bring a lot to the surface in terms of virtue, what people believe in. I said it may bring acts that were extreme or far out. I also said that the United States may be having foreign affairs. The U.S. may be dealing with 
foreign entities. And I definitely remember saying that. So as you've seen, if you've been watching the news or, you know, reading on your phone or wherever you get your news, there has been a lot occurring in Ukraine and with Russia. There is a lot of focus on these matters right now. And we can certainly see that with the astrology. So I do want to point that out. It's really important, especially if you're studying astrology. And uh, Venus and Mars are really important players right now. Because first of all, they're traveling very close together. And in Vedic astrology, this is called a planetary war. And they are going to be traveling close together for the next several months for like the next three months. And when we are looking at Rahu and Ketu, right, we always want to see what Rahu and Ketu are doing because they bring karmic matters to the surface. Right now, K2 is in Scorpio ruled by Mars. Rahu is in Taurus ruled by Venus and they are traveling together. In March, Rahu and K2 are going to move into Aries and Libra, which is super significant. And these planets are still going to be at the forefront because Aries is ruled by Mars. Libra is ruled by Venus. So Mars and Venus are still going to be really significant players to be watching to learn Uh, where the intensity is going to be and and what's going to manifest. So have that on your radar. I'm going to talk about Mars and Venus today in relationship to the month of February. Um, And I also want to remind you all that we are still in this Kala Sarpa Yoga. And Kala Sarpa Yoga is a karmic vortex. Karmic matters come to the surface. Things from the past, rather it be karma that we've generated in this life. It could be karma that we generated in previous lives. This is applicable on an individual level and it's applicable on a global level. So we are in a pretty intense little pocket of time and we can tell, you know, we can see it in the news. Again, when we're talking about the Venus and Mars conjunction in Sagittarius that we've had for the past couple of weeks, we've seen mandates come forward the government moving forward with various mandates and we've seen big movements from people who are either in support or in opposition and so we see these grand gestures from all sides being made from people in regards to what they believe in in regards to what they believe to be ethical and correct and moral that is what Sagittarius is all about that's why we're seeing all of this to come to the forefront again if you're living in the United States having that Mars and Venus in Sagittarius Um, It is part of the reason why the U.S. is having these foreign dealings and getting involved in conflict in foreign places. So talking a little bit more about the planetary war between Venus and Mars, because this is going to be significant. Again, we are going to see it for all of February, though Venus and Mars are going to move into Capricorn. But Mars is the planet of action, It's the planet of war. It's the planet of aggression. It's how we handle irritability, anger, and frustration. Mars governs any weapon of war that you can imagine, okay? Venus is the planet of diplomacy. It's the planet of luxury and beauty and art. It is the planet of intimacy. So, and of course, wealth and finances. Venus is very much associated to wealth, 
when these planets come together, there is this push-pull between trying to find that balance and harmony and then trying to stand steady in what it is that you think is right, you know, what is worth fighting for. And so we are going to see this push-pull between fight and conflict, peace and resolution. Can we come to an agreement? Nope, that's not going to work for me. Wait, what if we sweeten the deal? Okay, fine, I'll take that. Oh, but wait, I'm angry about this. So we're going to see this kind of push and pull between harmony and diplomacy and then aggression and war tactics. So we are going to see this this push pull for the next several months. I do want you all to have this on your radar, something to be looking out for. So looking <laughs> finally at the month of February, I feel like I've been I've said that like five times. Um, when this podcast publishes, Venus and Mercury would have gone direct. And so that's a huge blessing. Venus went direct a couple of days ago. Uh, Mercury just went direct on Wednesday when you're listening to this. So Venus and Mercury are finally direct, which is really alleviating. It's going to um, help lift a lot of burdens. It's going to help lift a lot of confusion. We are all going to feel like we can move forward, take action, especially if you're a Libra, Taurus, Gemini, Virgo. These planets are so profoundly important. And so there should be a great lift um, with this energy. In February, on February 12th, 2022, the sun is going to enter Aquarius. Keep in mind, this is the sidereal system of astrology, the astronomically precise placement of the planets. So on February 12th, the sun will move in Aquarius and it will be in Aquarius until March 14th. So happy birthday, all of our Aquarius suns. If you have a birthday between February 12th and March 14th, this is your month. And I hope you have a wonderful birthday month with plenty of celebration. So, so, so grateful to come into contact with you in this incarnation. So happy you're here. And so on an individual level, the sun is moving towards Jupiter. And this is going to be even more significant later when I talk about Rahu and Ketu. But for now, just looking at the sun in Aquarius, this is going to bring a big focus towards revolution. That's what Aquarius is all about. It can also be health and healing. Aquarius is about groups. It's about connection. It's about social support. It's about thinking outside of the box. You know, when I think about Aquarius, I think of an interesting dichotomy between wanting to understand things scientifically and, and know things for a material reason and understanding but then it's also this sign that is very ethereal, very eclectic, does not like to conform to the boundaries of society. I mean, they're always trying to push back and question systems that are in place. So the sign can be very revolutionary. And so, and, you know, the sun is moving towards Jupiter. So it's going to really expand this energy. It's going to bring a soulful quality to this energy. So for us, Again, when the sun is in Aquarius, this is a great time to focus on our social sphere, focus on connection, remembering to ask for help, remembering to support other people, right? It's not about competition or trying to outdo other people or 
you know, getting jealous of what other people are doing, it's becoming stronger through powerful association, becoming stronger by binding together, creating connection and creating mutual support. That is so healing. There's such a deep healing quality to that. It's also, of course, offering a time of healing, um, seeking out new medical support, getting acupuncture, getting cupping, if that's something that you're doing right now, getting any type of energy work done. So it can be a literal healing. I do want to say that Aquarius is also a sign, particularly Shadabishak, which I'll talk about the nakshatras in a second. It is a sign of alcoholism and intoxicants. And Neptune is still here until, you know, it'll... Neptune will move into Pisces here in a couple of months, but for now it's still in Aquarius. So it's amplifying this quality of wanting to numb out, wanting to get drunk, wanting to do whatever it is that takes you out of your physical body, takes you out of the present. Um, And so please be particularly careful this month if you are feeling tempted to drink, if you're feeling tempted to numb out. And again, it may not even be intoxicants. It could be social media. It could be shopping. It could be gambling. You know, we all have our own addictions. So be particularly careful. Set really good limits for yourself. Focus on the really positive qualities of Aquarius, which again, health and wellness, connecting with other people. Um, Something that just came into my mind is Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, this idea that the opposite of addiction is connection. I think that's from AA. Maybe I, I learned that for sure in college and in an in a addiction class, but maybe that's not an AA thing. Forgive me if it's not. But I, I have heard this for sure from specialists who work with addicts is that the opposite of addiction is connection. So this is Aquarius, <laughs> right? We can either go into the distillery and, you know, drink and find connection in our in ourself and our own illusion or whatever. Or we can seek higher connection. We can seek connection with the divine through meditation. We can seek connection with other people and feel that strong bond that we develop. So keep this in mind as the sun is in Aquarius. Looking at the nakshatras for the sun, the sun is going to be in Danishta between February 12th and February 19th. The sun will enter Shadabishak from February 19th through the rest of February. So while the sun is in Danishta on a personal level, this is an excellent time for getting things done, for being productive, great time for wealth and finances and taking care of finances. Try not to be too overly impulsive, trying to really spend on things that matter and that are significant. Also an excellent time for standing out, taking up space. I know some of us, we have a hard time taking up space, speaking our mind. This is a great opportunity to speak your mind, to say what's, you know, what you believe in, what your own personal opinion, even if it's contradictory to other people. It's also a great time for standing out. So if you've been wanting to do a poetry reading or play live music or do a play, if you've been wanting to get involved in something where you take up space and you get the spotlight, it is supported in Danishta. Of course, this is going to all affect us on a different level depending on where this transit is happening i do the personal horoscopes on my patreon account patreon.com slash astrology now podcast i do weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 signs so if you do want to know where this impacts you personally definitely check out patreon but anyway 
This is also a time not to have too high of expectations on relationship. We may feel a little overly independent. We may feel a little bit more withdrawn. We may be thinking about really like long-term goals in relationship. It may kind of take us out of the present moment. So try to stay present. Try not to make any big decisions on your relationship in this time. When the sun is in Shadabishak, again, February 19th and on, Shadabishak is such a fascinating nakshatra. It's one of my favorites. Um, the deity is Varuna, and this is the god of water. And this is also the god who is a mystic healer. So this is a really good time for healing, really good time for doing any type of water ceremonies, water meditations, anything cleansing. Also excellent for business and real estate. It's also an excellent nakshatra for studying and increasing your knowledge. But again, I want to stress that it's an excellent time to heal yourself, not the best time to drink alcohol because this nakshatra is also associated to alcoholism. So kind of doubling down on that. So on a global level, when we're looking at the sun and Jupiter in Aquarius, especially towards uh, the beginning middle of February, this is going to increase and amplify senses of justice because towards the end of February, we're going to have this really big buildup of planets in Capricorn. But before then, we still have Mars and Venus having this planetary war in Sagittarius, Sun and Jupiter in Aquarius. So we're going to see a great pushback against social structures for sure. We're going to see a great pushback against social structures. We are going to see a lot of disagreement between the public and between the government. I think that we will continue to see foreign affairs and these issues overseas be a point of tension, something that we're focusing on. And it may even be that other countries start having difficulties as well, which, you know, I'm sure that they, I know that they are, uh, but we may see these matters come more to the forefront. The other thing that I want to say that I think is a little bit more positive is that we may see new methods of healing. And I was just reading today that there was this breakthrough with uh, cancer treatment and two individuals who have used it have been quote unquote cured from cancer. And they are saying that they're really apprehensive to use that word, but it's been years and years and years since they've taken this treatment and they've stayed healthy. So they're having this big breakthrough with this treatment. Perhaps we'll see it be a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, publicized? It could be that. It could be something else. We may have um, a big breakthrough with health and wellness that is really important. It could also, of course, involve the other uh, matter at hand. I don't like saying the word on the podcast because there are lots of rules and things get flagged. But of course, there's been a big health issue in the world globally, big global thing going on. And perhaps we'll have a breakthrough with healing there as well. But Aquarius is all about healing. It's about people. It's about community. It's about the greater whole. So I do think that we will be seeing people come together, people bind together. Of course, people revolutionizing that's of course Aquarius too and Sagittarius so lots of that and I think that we will see potential breakthroughs in the realm of health and wellness so that is something to definitely keep an eye on and get excited about so K2 is going to move into a new 
nakshatra. And I may make an entire podcast on this. This is super important. So K2 has been in the nakshatra of Anuradha for the last several months. K2 is going to move into Vishaka on February 14th, and it will stay there until September 23rd. So this is several months. And this means that for a duration of time, Rahu is going to be in the nakshatra of Kritika, while Ketu is in the nakshatra of Vishaka, while we're in this Kalasarpa Yoga. This is going to amplify intensity. This is certainly going to amplify intensity. Vishaka is a planet, or it's a sign, excuse me, of victory. And it is a sign that is incredibly powerful and incredibly dominant. It's also ruled by Jupiter. So there's this great ethical energy to it. It's just kind of stoking the fire that we've already discussed. This year, you know, we're looking at some tension. And there are a lot of matters that are not going to go away overnight. So I don't want to say all of this and freak you all out. Um, We have things that we need to reckon with. We have matters globally interpersonally that have been going on for a long time that need to be worked out these things don't get worked out overnight we're going to be working things out and it's going to be tense and it's going to be challenging these two nakshatras are certainly fierce nakshatras on a personal level this is an excellent time to seek guidance from counselors to seek guidance from coaches it's an excellent time to lean on your teachers k2 and vishaka offers this really deep amazing spiritual insight And this could even be connecting with our inner guides because K2 is otherworldly. It's not necessarily something that's material. So again, connecting with spiritual teachers, connecting with counselors who have your same perception, you know, counselors who are more spiritual and work more with energy, perhaps definitely mental health as well. But, you know, understanding the spiritual realm. This is also a time where issues from the past may surface It could be issues interpersonally. It could be issues in how you perceive yourself. It could be limiting beliefs that have been carried with you. But issues from the past are going to surface for us to have victory over. So we can either take that victory and overcome these matters from the past. Again, this is February 14th to September 23rd. Or we can succumb to them and let these matters have victory over us. So it's a great time of spiritual healing. It's a time for inner fortitude. It is a time to stand strong and steady in ourselves. This is a time to focus on your dharma. It's a time to focus on higher meaning. It's not the time to waste your time. So we're not focusing on petty matters anymore. We're focusing on what's real, what's meaningful, what is going to propel you forward in life, what's going to help you grow, what's going to benefit other people, what's going to benefit you. It's not the time to waste your time. All right, super important. This is the this is like becoming the warrior in your own life and slaying the inner demons, you know, overcoming the obstacles, not allowing yourself to succumb. So on and again, I'll probably make a full podcast on K2 and Vishaka, but that's a little insight. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe that's all we'll talk about with K2 and Vishaka, but for now. On February 16th, 2022, we will have a full moon in Magha Nakshatra, which is the sign of Leo. And so again, we're going to have a full moon here. It's going to be aspected by the sun. It's going to be aspected by Jupiter. 
um, really beautiful full moon. Magha is all about tradition. It's about the paternal line. It is about loyalty and it's about royalty. So it is a great time to do traditional practices to honor your lineage, to honor your ancestors, even if you didn't have a strong connection with your family, honoring the line in which you came that allowed you to be born. And it doesn't have to be the people, maybe it's just the energy, you know, the flow of karma, whatever brought you here. Um, if you are, if you study a specific lineage, if you are in a specific religious group, it's a great time again to pay homage to that, your teachers, your holy people who help transmit sacred knowledge. It is a wonderful time to stand out, literally, letting yourself again take up space and letting yourself shine. In the outer world, I do think that we will continue to see power struggles. I think that we will see grand gestures from those in charge. And that is something to watch out for around February 16th. Just notice if the rulers around us, the leaders of the world, they may be making these grand gestures. They may be kind of having a little bit of a, a power struggle here. Saturn is going to move into the nakshatra of Danishta on February 14th. This is pretty significant. Saturn has been in Travana for the last several months. And this is definitely going to contribute to more matters of wealth and economic shifts. Danishta is the richest one. It's the wealthiest one. It's all about wealth and it's also all about fame and, and power, prestige. So this will certainly bring these matters to the forefront. It will continue to. And the other thing that I wanted to say, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the Rahu K2 situation. Rahu is in Kritika, ruled by the sun. K2 is in, it will be on February 14th, it's going to enter Vishaka, ruled by Jupiter. We have the sun and Jupiter moving together until the sun enters Pisces on March 14th. So we have all of this karmic influence. We are going to see big events this month. We are definitely going to see big events this month. So please um, take take note of that. So moving forward into other planets, Mars is going to enter Capricorn on February 26th, and Venus is going to enter Capricorn on February 27th. So again, Mars and Venus are going to be in planetary war for the next several months. Mars is going to enter Capricorn where it is exalted from February 26th until April 7th. Venus is going to be in Capricorn from February 27th until March 30th. So in this time, towards the end of February, we are going to have many planets again building in Capricorn so there's going to be a day um, around February 27th where Venus moon Mars Pluto Mercury and Saturn are all in Capricorn of course the moon won't stay there very long it'll just stay there like two days but then we're still left with five planets in the sign of Capricorn and so during this period with Mars and Venus in Capricorn as we were discussing at the beginning of the podcast, it gives us push-pull between harmony and diplomacy and then argumentation and irritability. Capricorn is the sign of the economy, of structures, of finances, of wealth, um, of currency. So 
these matters are going to come to the forefront. This is going to be incredibly significant worldwide when it comes to economic issues and financial issues when it comes to government structures. Again, late February until end of March, pretty much. And again, Mars and Venus are fighting for this planetary war, but Mars is technically exalted in Capricorn. So in our own personal lives, this is definitely, I mean, a time to keep track of our finances, you know, not doing anything too impulsive, not doing anything too crazy. It may be a time where we're wanting to make big investments. And if that's the case, you know, you know what you're doing, just make sure that it's something really smart, make sure you do a lot of research on it. It's also a time where we may feel <laughs> irritable we may feel kind of hot or heated it's also possible that physically we need more physical exertion in this time we feel more physically pent up with energy we want to you know be more active and take more action um i do want to say that it is you know we may experience a little inflammation we may experience maybe even knee stuff knees and bones it's something to keep an eye on just because that's very capricorn again this is going to influence us all differently depending on where it's placed but capricorn in general is going to be bones and joints and stuff um so watch out for that make sure and eat that anti-inflammatory food um and when it comes to our relationships because venus is intimacy there may be um, issues in partnership. We may feel like we need more space. It's also possible that we're thinking about the long term of things when it comes to intimacy and romance. It may not be fun and frivolous and exciting and passionate right now. I mean, Venus and Mars definitely brings about passion. But I think that in the sign of Capricorn, it's going to kind of t take that free fun energy and turn it into something more serious and more practical we may be really thinking about what we want in a relationship that is practical steadfast long lasting we may have issues involving intimacy come up from the past for us to work through pluto is sitting in this combination so there are matters of control happening there are matters of power occurring we definitely see this globally in our own personal lives we have to watch out for power struggle power grabs being controlling being manipulative there may be these matters in regards to finances maybe in regards to structures in your life it could even be in regards to intimacy and romance so watch out for that behavior from yourself Make sure and check yourself and make sure that you're not being overly bearing, overly controlling, overly manipulative. We don't want to be manipulative, right? Um, and it's completely possible that our, our people, you know, our intimate partners demonstrate this as well. And, you know, it completely depends person to person. But I think that it's always important to check in with fear because I think that fear and feeling afraid is usually the root cause for a lot of this behavior and so just keep that in mind moving forward into this big transit and again as i was mentioning globally finances economy currency it's going to be a big deal because venus also is about money and it's about wealth um so i i do see there being 
conflict and issues. And I, I, I do think that people are, are, is it centralizing where we're kind of focusing more on what it is that we're doing? I think that we'll see more effort to centralize potentially as well. Looking at the rest of the month, honestly, this is really what I have for February. We had that, again, the full moon on February 16th. If you remember at the very beginning of February, end of January, we had the new moon. So we actually won't have any other newer full moons in February. We just get the one full moon in February 16th. And the full moon is a time of releasing and letting go. This is something that we will definitely talk more about in an individual podcast. So the final thing I'll say is the sun is moving into Aquarius, which is kind of the dawn of Aquarius season, but we won't really truly see the buildup of planets in Aquarius until later into March. It's very Capricorn. Beginning of February, it's spread out between Sagittarius, Aquarius, and Capricorn. As we move through February, we're going to have this massive buildup in Capricorn, which is just going to make things feel heavier. There's going to be more responsibility. We're going to be asked to take care of things. We're going to be asked to show up. So that's really the final thing I'll say is that if there are areas of life where you're not wanting to take care of it, we all have those things that we just want to brush under the rug or not take care of. This isn't the month to do that. This isn't the month to forget about responsibilities or to procrastinate. It's the time to take action to do what we're supposed to do, to be responsible, to take personal responsibility, to take things seriously, to focus on commitments, to focus on the areas of life that we do need to be serious about. And as I was saying, you know, after K2 moves into Vishaka, it really is this time to focus on higher meaning, not playing around, not wasting your time. What do you want to show at the end of your life? You know, what do you want to represent? What do you want to stand for? What do you want to complete? Now is the time to really focus on these big questions. The final thing that I'll say about all of this, and something that I've been focusing on a lot, is that the truth can never be stifled. And whatever is true, even if it takes time in life, it will always reveal itself. Because there is nothing in this life that is real, but the truth. So illusion can cloud our perception, you know, there can be distortion, there can be manipulation, there can be wrongs that happen that are unjust. Over time, the truth is always revealed. And it sucks because sometimes we don't necessarily get to see it right away. Sometimes we don't even get to see it in this lifetime. But the fact of the matter is that the truth is the only thing in the end that survives. And so I really want us all to be able to rest into that on a global perspective and on an individual perspective because everything that is happening is in due time and there's no greater knowledge there's no greater wisdom than that of cosmic forces of karmic forces everything is happening exactly as it should and so allowing ourselves to rest in the fact that things are happening as they need to happen the truth is always going to prevail and so even if there's something in your personal life where it feels unfair, it doesn't feel like justice is taking place, you know, you're not getting to see the right to the wrong that you witnessed, rest into that. You know, we always need to take actions to right wrongs. We need to take action to bring the truth to light. And if there are times where that is unattainable, just trust the process and trust that the universe has got your back 
and it is going to take care of it. <laughs> and I've seen this so many times. And again, we don't always get to witness it, but it will happen. It will happen eventually. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you're feeling inspired for the month of February. If you have any questions, you're welcome to message me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to see you on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Again, my website is innerknowing.yoga and my Patreon is astrologynow. No, my Patreon is patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. Again, my name is Christine. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Thank you.